Hare Krishna. We are reading chapter 9. The most confidential knowledge. Chapter 9, the most confidential knowledge. Text uh, 12. Hare Krishna Mataji, please. And Prabhuji. Uh, Hare Krishna Mataji and Prabhuji, please take over the call. Hare Krishna, dear devotees. Uh, I have been asked to lead the call, but I need your support to continue uh, our normal tradition of basically having Sunday discussions on Bhagavad Gita. So, before we start, we will uh, recite the Mangalacharan prayers. Thereafter, I'll ask uh, Aladar Das Prabhu to guide us through the recitation of the verses. Today, we will try to go through verse 12 and 13. Uh, they are basically uh, diagonally opposite to each other, but they convey the similar purpose. So, uh, we will try to cover those two. So, with that, <coughs> Om Agnyana Timirandasya Gnyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Guruve Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Vishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurum Vaishnavamsha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Ragunathan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamsha He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpati Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostuti Taptakanchan Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishvanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakal Patrubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhevacha Patitanam Pavne Bhyo Vaishnave Bhyo Namo Namaha Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advait Gadadhar Shri Vasadigaur Vaktavrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Hare Krishna, dear devotees. Aladar Das Prabhu, could you please take over and guide us through the recitation of uh, the two verses. Uh, so first we'll go through verse 12. We will do the word-for-word -word translation, the translation of the verse, and then thereafter go through the purport. And then uh, again, please take up Haladar Das Prabhu to guide us through the recitation of verse 13. Since there are only, I think, four or five of us, maybe the first uh, verse, verse 12, the purport of it can be read by... Uh, Harshita Mataji, Sumati Mataji and Har Prashad Prabhu. And then uh, Valdi Mataji, I think she is joined and uh, you know, uh, <coughs> Shyam Rasika Mataji is there and Maladar Das Prabhu, we can, uh, between the three of you, we can cover the purports for verse 13. Hare Krishna. Please take over Maladar Das Prabhu. Hare Krishna Prabhu, Dhanyavad. Uh, so we are at the Bhagavad, English Bhagavad Gita, page number 392, uh, chapter 9, text number 12. The wordings are like, Moga uh, Shah, 
मोग कर्माणो मोग ज्ञाना विचेत सह सेकंड लाइन इज वी कैन डू टू वे राक्षसी मासुरिम और राक्षसी आसुरिम व्हेन वी आर डीकंपाउंडिंग द वर्ड प्रभुपाद इज मेकिंग लाइक राक्षसी आसुरिम चैव प्रकृतिम मोहिनी श्रिताह वेरी इजी वेरी सिंपल वी विल आल रिसाइड इट मोगाशा मोग कर्माणो मोग ज्ञाना विचेत सह मोहिनी सिता हरे कृष्णा थैंक यू हरे कृष्णा माता जी डू वॉन्ट टू नॉर्मली यू फॉलो हलादरदास प्रभु सो वाई डोंट यू स्टार्ट विद रिसाइटेशन यस हरे कृष्णा मोग कर्मा मोग ज्ञाना विजेत मोहिम हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा हर्षिता माता जी वेन नेक्स्ट यू स्पीक एंड यू आर रीडिंग द पर्पट प्लीज बी क्लोजर टू द फोन और जस्ट रेज योर वॉइस बिकॉज योर वॉइस इज अ लिटल पेंट ओके हरे कृष्ण मोघाशा मोघकर्माणो मोघ ज्ञाना विचेत सह राक्षसी मासुरी चकृति मोहिनी श्रिताू दर्ड फॉर वर्ड ट्रांसलेशन मोघ आशा बैफल्ड इन देर होप्स मोघ कर्मण बैफल्ड इन फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज मोघ ज्ञान बैफल्ड इन नॉलेज विचेत सह बिवाइलडर्ड राक्षसी डेमोनिक आसुरी एथिस्टिक च एंड एव सर्टनली प्रकृति नेचर मोहिनी बिवाइलडरिंग श्रिता टेकिंग शेल्टर ऑफ हरे कृष्ण हलादर दभु इफ यू डू द ट्रांसलेशन ऑफ द वर्ड्स एंड देन द पर्पट कैन बी टेकन ओवर बाय द टू माताजीज एंड हर प्रसाद प्रभु 
incapable. Those who are thus bewildered are attracted by demonic and atheistic views. In their deluded conditions, their hopes are liberation, hopes for liberation, their future activities and their culture of knowledge are all defeated. Hare Krishna. Mataji and uh, Prashad Prabhu, if you can go through the purport, please. Divide it amongst the three of you. Uh, yes, yes, Prabhuji. Uh, Hare Krishna, uh, proposed by His Divine Grace, Srila uh, Prabhupada. There are many devotees who assume themselves to be in Krishna consciousness and devotional service, but at heart do not accept the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, as the absolute truth. For them, the fruit of devotional service, going back to Godhead, will never be tasted. Similarly, those who are engaged in fruitive pious activities and who are ultimately hoping to be liberated from this material entanglement will never be successful either. Because they deride the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, in other words, persons who mock Krishna are to be understood to be demonic or atheistic. Hare Krishna. to be material should be driven out of all from all rituals and activities of the Shruti and the Smriti and if one if by chance sees the, his face one should at once 
take uh, take bath in the Ganges to uh, to rid himself of infection. People jeer at the Krishna, uh, jeer at Krishna because they are envious of the supreme personality of Godhead. That the destiny is certainly to take birth after birth in the species of atheistic and demonic life. Perpetually, their uh, their real knowledge will remain under delusion, and gradually they will regress. Uh, regress to the darkest region, region of creation. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Uh, so, Haladar Das Prabhu, if you can uh, guide us through the recitation of the verses and maybe you can also do the word for word translation and the translation of the verse. So, okay. there are only okay. two paragraphs in the purport. So maybe the first paragraph can be split between one of the Matajis and her Prashad Prabhu because he didn't get a chance in the previous verse. So text number 13, uh, the Sanskrit says Mahatma Nastu Mam Partha Devim Prakutim Mashritaha and Prabhupada in English is, is decompounding Prakutim Ashritaha. So first line is Mahatmanastu Mampartha Devim Prakutim Mashritaha. And second line is uh, the first word he says Prabhupada has decompounded it Bhajanti Ananyamana. So in Sanskrit way you can say Bhajanti Prabhupada has decompounded the word Bhutadim Avyayam Sanskrit may be Bhutadim Avyayam so. <clears throat> it, Prabhupada made it very easier for neophytes to learn the slokas it's very very helpful you know so we'll sing it like this. Mahatmanastu Mampartha Devim Prakuti Mashritaha Bajantyananya Manaso Gnatva Bhutadim Avyayam. Next one, please. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Mahatmanastumam partha devim prakatamashita majanti ananya manaso yatva bhuta nima vyayam Hare Krishna Mahatmanastumam partha devim prakritim ashita majanti ananya manaso yatva bhuta Devim Prakrutim Ashritaha Vajante Ananya Manaso 
ज्ञात्वा भूतादिम अजयम हरे कृष्ण हरे महात्मास्तु मार्थादी प्रकृतिमाश्रिता भजनमनसो ज्ञावा भूतादिम्यय हरे कृष्ण वेरी ब्यूटिफुल भगवदीता we are at the 50% of bhagavad gita so hari bol thank you prabhu ji hare krishna ya hare krishna maha atma the great soul too but mom unto me unto me sorry part o son of prita devim divine uh, divine prakritim nature Ashritaha, having taken shelter of, Bajanti renders service. Ananya, Ananya Mansa, Ananya Mansaha, without deviation of the mind. Agnatva, knowing, Bhut, uh, of creation, Adin, <clears throat> the origin, Avyayam. in exclusive in in an inexhaustible osana prita those who are not deluded the great soul are under the protections of the divine nature they are fully engaged in devotional service because they know me as the supreme personality of god origin and inexhaustible repeat O son of Prita, those who are not deluded, the great souls, are under the protections of the divine nature. They are fully engaged in devotional service because they know me as the supreme personality of God, original and inexhaustible. Hare Krishna, Prabhu. please take over the reading of the next paragraph the purpose please thank you bali mata ji in this verse the description of the mahatma is clearly given the first sign of mahatma is that he is already situated in the divine nature he is not under the control of material nature and how how is this affected that is explained in the 7th chapter one who surrenders unto the supreme personality of godhead shri krishna at once becomes freed from the control of material nature that is the qualification one can become free from the control of the material of the material nature as soon as he surrenders his soul to the supreme personality of godhead that is the preliminary formula being made marginal 
being marginal potency as soon as the living entity is freed from the control of the material nature he is put under the guidance of the spiritual nature hari krishna hari krishna the guidance of the spiritual nature is called daivi prakriti divine nature so when we when he is promoted in what way by surrendering to the supreme personality of godhead one attains to stage of great soul mahatma the mahatma does not divert his attention to anything outside krishna because he always perfectly well that krishna is the original supreme person the cause of all causes there is no doubt about it such a mahatma or great soul develops through the association with other mahatmas pure devotees you want me to read uh, more prabhu ji yeah you have to finish the paragraph mat uh, mat ji if you can pass over to aladar das uh, sorry uh, har prashad prabhu okay Hare Krishna Prabhu are you there Yes Prabhu Yes Mata ji continue Mata ji You want Hare to Krishna? continue No Mata ji continue Mata ji Okay yeah. Your devotees are even attracted by Krishna's other features such as the four arms Mahavishnu they are simply attracted by the two arms from form of krishna they are not attracted to other features of krishna nor in nor other they connect concern with any form of a demigod or a human being they meditate only upon krishna in krishna consciousness they are always engaged in the upright un, unswerving unserving service of the lord in krishna consciousness Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. <clears throat> so, you know, it is so appropriate that in chapter 9, verse 13, we are at halfway of uh, Bhagavad Gita and it is so playful, like the Lord is very playful. Uh, you see, he brought right at the middle point us up to how we can actually be in complete surrender to him and bhajantya ananya manaso uh, by knowing him to be gyatva bhutadi mavyayam so uh, he is brought us at 50% of the bhagavad gita to a place where we can truly begin uh, pure devotional service to him but <clears throat> the previous verse the verse 12 is so significant because when we look around in this world you will see the actual manifestation of every single word in this verse you know <clears throat> every word mogasha you see everywhere around us <clears throat> so many people having so many desires and their desires are uh, baffled frustrated uh, you know moga karmana they do so many things and yet the fruits may not be uh, attained from what they are pers- pursuing after similarly moga gyana their knowledge is divided they don't know what they need to pursue they keep going and toiling 
Prabhupada uses the word of uh, you know asses and donkeys. They just don't know who their master is, who they are serving, how they are supposed to serve. None of that. Why? Because they are vichetasa. They are bewildered. And why why does that happen? Because of their consciousness. The consciousness is rakshasi. I want to get and devour everything. I want to enjoy everything. An asurim. Asurim is when you are atheistic. You are not recognizing that there is a supreme lord, that everything belongs to him. So when you take his property as yourself, you actually are an atheist asura. And <clears throat> why does that happen? Because uh, they are under the influence of material nature. So each word is so significant and you can just see the true proof of it as we look around. Uh, no matter where, which city, in which situation you are, uh, no matter what kind of family you are in, no matter what kind of job you are in, uh, any strata of society, any nation, everywhere, you will find the manifestation of this verse. And that is a call for the devotees to one, at least us not get involved in these kind of things, and two, because the entire world is going in this direction and there is a dire warning here. Uh, you know, if that is the kind of consciousness, they will continue to slide down further and further. So as devotees, we should take up the task of, you know, how to bring the rest of the world at least to some level of sense, uh, senses, some level of sanity. And now I'm reminded of, uh, you know, the verse that, or the quote that the two Matajis uh, started our conversation with, that there is a need to also distribute Prabhupada's books, because that is one way we can help this world uh, come out of it. So in terms of discussions, what I was thinking about is, you know, <clears throat> why is it that, you know, we are Prakriti Mohine Mashrita? Why is it that the world is so bewildered? So there are two reasons that come to mind. One is our propensity to enjoy. We want to enjoy everything. So that is why there is this Moga Asha, there is Moga Karma, and there is Moga Gyanam. And the second thing is, even though you may have a desire to enjoy and a propensity to enjoy, which generates desires, which generates actions, and which bewilders the knowledge, on top of it, we think that we can maintain others while we are actually maintained. So there are these two things that work simultaneously. We want to enjoy, and we also want to spread enjoyment. We think we can spread enjoyment. So whether it is to family, friends, etc., we want to accumulate more and more. Why? Because we want to, we think we are under that illusion that we can maintain, whereas we ourselves are maintained. <clears throat> and in terms of enjoyment itself, the enjoyment is so temporary. Whatever is in matter, uh, matter or in material nature is going to uh, deter deteriorate in quality. That is the nature of matter. <clears throat> so if we think that we will get eternal happiness out of matter, whereas the matter 
generally degenerates all the time, then whatever pleasure we get is going to be temporary. And because it is temporary, we want to accumulate more. We want to go for more. But it is like pouring ghee on the fire. The more you put uh, fuel on the fire, the fire will burn more and more. So there is no end to this. You see, in terms of a very simple example, <clears throat> if you like sweets, you like rasgulla, the first rasgulla tastes good, gives uh, pleasure, but the second one, again, has the same taste, same quality, same size, everything is same, and it may still be enjoyable. But the third one, the fourth one, and the fifth one, and the tenth one, and the twentieth one, respectively, not only they, do they reduce in the quality that they can give of pleasure, they actually start to become unpleasant and thereafter completely uh, you know, harmful to the body. And the same thing goes, you know, if you're looking for house, you may think one house is, you know, I need one house, then two houses, then three houses. And you just keep going after it and by the time you realized your life is over, uh, what have you attained other than the walls, but how many walls do you need around you? Same thing goes for car. There is no satisfaction that you can attain out of it. So, you know, so sometimes you will read it in WhatsApp that, you know, uh, first you used to walk, then you wanted a bike, then you were, because you had a bike, now you wanted a, uh, a motorcycle. From the motorcycle you wanted, because it's only two people, you needed a car. Now that you are a car, you started to gain weight. And what do you do? You start walking. So it's like that stupidity keeps going. We don't know what we are after, but we just keep chasing things. And the same thing goes for money. No matter how much money we accumulate, money is important. It is a energy of Lord. We should use that energy to sustain ourselves, to sustain everyone around us as much as possible, but recognizing that it is His and it needs to be put back into His service. But if we go after it as the be-all and end-all, then that also leads us into a trap. So there is a very beautiful verse in Srimad Bhagavatam, 1st Canto, 13th chapter, verse 46, which says, <coughs> Kal, karma guna dhino dehoyam panchabhautikaha katham anyastu gopaye sarpagrasto yathaparam So this verse was spoken by uh, Narad Muni to Yudhishthir Maharaj in the context of Yudhishthir Maharaj is lamenting that <clears throat> you know uh, Dhritarashtra and Gandhari whom he was maintaining after the war was over because all their uh, sons are dead so they uh, under the guidance of Vidura leave the palace Vidura actually brings about that knowledge in the Dhritarashtra and they leave the palace. So Yudhishthir Maharaj is lamenting that who will maintain them? They are blind. Uh, Mother Gandhari has voluntarily put a blindfold on her. So if they go to the forest, who will maintain them? And then Narad Muni says this. So he says, <coughs> you know, first of all, every living entity is in uh, this Panchabhautika body. It is, this body is controlled by Kala, time, and Karma. 
so our uh, actions and guna these actions are further uh, you know uh, propelled by either ignorance by passion or by uh, goodness so we are in a body that is so much controlled by everything else around us then to think that we can maintain others is like a person who is in the mouth of a python in total tight grip of a python thinking that he can actually save somebody else so here we are actually dying we are in this grip and we think that we can help others we think we can enjoy we think we can help others enjoy and that's why our greed has no end so what are we doing really if you look around us even in our lives either we are doing it for ourselves so me or mine mine is my children my family this that my nation my community all our endeavors are towards that but we forget that whether it is me or mine is all actually maintained by the lord so it is very uh, you know illuminating that prabhupad says he starts straight with even if you are in devotional service but if it has not resulted in the change in our consciousness if we still have not fully accepted the lord as the supreme proprietor of everything as some as <clears throat> you know who is the origin of everything to whom everything must be offered to whom all the services must be offered then we even though we are in devotional service we still may not attain liberation forget about going past liberation to serve him as his eternal associate so there is a dire consequence so if that is the position of devotees then just imagine what is the position of let alone those who are in mode of goodness but are not devotees or those who are in ignorance or in passion now <clears throat> what is the proof that this is all going to cause you know uh, moga karma moga gyana and uh, moga asha so if you look at it why does this happen so we we look at the world we all have <clears throat> we have taken birth because we have desires so billions of people with trillions of desires generating gazillions of work efforts now everyone is going to criss cross your desire versus my desire your action versus my action everything is criss crossing this is the beauty of the lord also he created the world where we each other support everyone else's dream and we also act to demolish that dream so we fulfill somebody's dreams and we actually act as impediment in somebody else's dream and this impacts everyone no matter what profession we take in life everywhere this is happening so a simple case is no matter what kind of business you have if you are a businessman you want more money the consumer on the other end wants to pay less for it so the right there is conflict so there is your one's desire is going to frustrate someone else's desire one's actions are going to frustrate somebody else's actions similarly general rivalry rivalry and competition is there <clears throat> even in school or in office there is general rivalry and competition <clears throat> now very few are there 
it's not like rivalry or competition is bad if it spurs you to do better it's good but very few people can keep focus most of us get carried away by that rivalry and that competition and most of us will do anything at that time the good the bad the principles all of that may start to get compromised you start to rationalize you know these kind of sayings then come up everything is justified in love and war you know uh, i whatever i am doing i am doing for my family so it's good especially in the western world you hear that you know it's almost like every gangster movie every uh, bad thing that happens they justify because oh it's for the family so these kind of stupid thoughts do come up why because of <clears throat> the rivalry people forget what the basic principle should be even if forget about thinking of the lord but every religion every society in every uh, place everyone knows what is the good thing to do and what is the bad thing to do and it is very uh, strong when we are kids but as we grow we start to dilute that feeling of righteousness that this is right that's wrong we start to rationalize then it becomes a race for survival so all these conflicts keep coming up and no matter whether it's general business or not even in military or judiciary you will end up either killing someone you have to give punishments to people you have to reward things but <clears throat> while the judge in that sense is not responsible for his uh, you know the uh, awards he gives but because the judge is also foliable to the four four faults that we as human beings carry at times he may pronounce a judgment that is not fair at times the military wars may not be fair or may not be fairly fought so all these things again are going to have sinful reactions very simple case forget about military and judiciary etc even agriculture even a farmer has to actually take out weeds now weed is also a plant and whatever he is growing the crop is also a plant he has to kill the small insects that are at the root of these plants he is going to kill the birds he is going to shoo away the birds he is going to you know protect that crop so there are so many things that are involved you know there is a hindi saying that if you are in the coal mine you are going to get a little bit of black on you no matter what you do so the point is if all of that is focused on the lord that is when we are able to not get sinful reaction but if we go through life thinking that we want to attain this we want to do this that my profession is good no matter how judiciously you perform that profession you will end up getting into sinful reactions simple case of doctors versus patients now you think that profession of doctor is a very noble profession generally that is what the society thinks yes it is uh, very noble because it uh, you know helps us come out of misery but in some sense some of the doctors would think right like for them to uh, you know <clears throat> uh, prosper you need patients so in a way he is dependent on people falling sick so that even a noble profession has in some sense some fault 
you know, in uh, again in Hindi, there is this phrase that right below the lamp, there is a bit of shadow. So this is how uh, the material nature is. This is the basic essence of it. So we cannot find happiness here. Even if we go back, you know, Mogasya, Moga Karma, Moga Jnana. So just look right within Mahabharat. How many examples are there of these things? You look at Shikhandi. He spent uh, two lifetimes in the pursuit of, uh, you know, uh, getting, uh, what do you call it in English? Bhishma Pita. Sorry? Bhishma Pita. No, 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 I'm talking about, yeah, uh, yeah, of course, he wanted to uh, kill Bhishma Pitama, but the word uh, that he was, he had such enmity uh, that he spent two lifetimes just after that enmity. He's on the side of Pandavas, he's on the side of Krishna's army, yet he's driven by these kind of thoughts. Why could he not stop those thoughts? He went to Parshuram. Parshuram is the Lord himself. He asked Parshuram to kill Bhishma Pitamaha. Parshuram fights with Bhishma Pitamaha. Parshuram says, he is my equal, I cannot defeat him. At that time, as <clears throat> I think it was Amba, she should have stopped and said, okay, fine, this is the Lord's uh, you know, will and perhaps spend her time in some other pursuits. But what does she do? She says, no. I am now going to propitiate Lord Shiva. And then she propitiates Lord Shiva. And Lord Shiva says, okay, in your next birth you can kill him. So she immediately commits suicide. So that is that is how the Mogasha, Moga Karma, Moga Jnana happens. So take, that is just one example. Dhritarashtra, he was blinded by uh, his... Uh, aspirations. He wanted to achieve so much more, but he was not in a position. So when you know that you don't have the capability, but you have such grand aspirations around you, you are going to get into Mogasha, Moga Karma, and your Jnana is going to be foiled. Similarly, <coughs> Gandhari. Now Gandhari is a very illustrious lady. She's, she did not get into this kind of politics. She looked at the entire family welfare, including of the Pandavas. She blindfolded her. She was very Pativrata. Yet, <coughs> uh, at the end, and while she also recognizes Krishna as the Supreme, she ends up cursing Krishna and his entire uh, dynasty. Again, it is the Lord's will. But at some point of time, that Moga Jnana gets into Moga Karmana. Duryodhana spends his entire life, uh, you know, uh, collaborating, colluding, and creating different types of bad situations for Pandavas, and all the time his things are frustrated. You can see these examples, study there, <clears throat> you know, when you're reading Mahabharata, study why they behave like that, and how one thought propels another thought, then it gets to another thought, then it gets to another thought. Similarly, <coughs> you can, <coughs> sorry, let me just have a little water. <coughs> Take the case of Shakuni. Now he is the brother of Gandhari. He is extremely angry 
because his mother, uh, sister has been forcefully married to Dhritarashtra. So he decides to take revenge. Forgets that it is his sister's family now against whom he is going to get revenge. But he ends up creating a situation where the entire family is fighting each other. But what does he get out of it? Nothing. So this is another example. Now you would think that it's, does it only happen in <coughs> amongst uh, uh, Kauravas? No. Even Karna spends his life in frustration all the time. He is the best of peoples. He is Danvir. He is Nyanwan. He is Shur. And yet he also collides, collaborates and uh, schemes. So this is what happens when you do not recognize uh, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. You do not recognize the problems that come into your life as something that you deserve. And you do not get the strength to fight those problems because you do not have the faith in the Lord that He is actually merciful. You perhaps were deserving of way more problems but the Lord has actually reduced those problems. Pandavas have a very frustrated life. Yet they go through life with satisfaction, not problem-free. It's not like just because they are devotees of the Lord, they don't get problems. They actually get the most of the problems compared to everybody else. But amongst all the problems, they have satisfaction. And the rest of the, uh, or say on the Kaurava side, they do not have these many problems. They keep creating problems and they have dissatisfaction. So we have to just understand the context. Karna thinks that the entire world has wronged him. But if you think about it, take a contrast. Prahlad Maharaj. Prahlad Maharaj's situation is so, so, so much more, uh, you know, uh, worse in a way than Karna's. Karna was given up at birth and then he was brought up very lovingly and yet he carried a lot of frustrations and he carried a lot of enmity in his mind. Prahlad Maharaja's own father wants to kill him and keeps trying to kill him. So just see how Prahlad Maharaja face, faces the situation and how Karna faces. I am not saying Karna is a bad person or anything. I'm just saying how jnana becomes, when you are pichetasa, when you are bewildered, how you apply your knowledge, how that results in action, and what kind of desires come out of it, all of these, these things are related. And we need to understand that if Krishna or the Lord is not at the center of our activities, we will keep going around in different directions. So this is the example that I wanted to quote from uh, the Mahabharata. <clears throat> and why does this happen? Because mane nasato dhavato bhai. So we are running outside for material pleasure. Uh, you know, so uh, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita chapter 2 verse 41, Vyavsayatmika buddhi ekeya kuru nandana bhushakha uh, so if you are not resolute in Krishna consciousness, your mind will go around in any and every pursuit. And then uh, these millions and billions of thoughts and uh, desires generate and then the world keeps going in that direction. 
uh, now Prabhupada makes two comments here and verse 12 and 13 are very relevant there so if you are under the material nature you get a different type of result and if your consciousness is guided by spiritual nature you get a different type of nature so how does that happen <coughs> a simple example can be given so you know in any city we are in there are buses that go only within the city so this is the municipal transport it's just going within the city so no matter what bus you take you will never come out of the city and then there are those buses that go outside the city so they take you outside the limit of the city there may be a city bus that will take you to the gates of the city but you need to find that bus so it's not like so now in this analogy the city is like Durga mother Durga is plying these different buses based on our desires if we desire to get out of the city mother durga will guide us to the bus that will take us outside the uh, to the uh, you know to the gates of the city if we desire we will also find the bus that takes you not only to the gate of the city but to the uh, other city where our real destination is so that is the example of how spiritual energy guides us through life and takes us out of this city to the where we need to go and if not you can also spend the life just moving in within the city so that and then there is no escape so in a simple way verse 12 is the person who's taking a bus and just traveling within the city uh, birth after birth and verse 13 are those people who are able to board that bus that takes you out of the city so i thought of uh, you know explaining it that way <coughs> there are so many thoughts that come but uh, I am running out of time so there is no end to material pursuits a simple thing is if you start looking outside you may see the uh, house your street your uh, city your uh, uh, you know state your country the world the universe the, gal the galaxy the universe and millions and billions of universes and the more you look the more you will find Similarly, if you start to look inside, you may start with again the house, but if it is in the, because you're looking materially inside or uh, starting to reduce your vision, then the house may look like some meter, then become centimeter, then millimeter, and then nanometer, etc., etc. And you keep going and you'll keep finding things. So if you keep looking for things in the matter, there is no end to it. You have to find that which is beyond matter. So you need to come to Krishna consciousness <clears throat> and this is not about see we also have to be very humble verse 12 is not just about it belongs to them this is not my it belongs to them that kind of thinking should not happen because till the time we are truly in Krishna consciousness Prabhupada starts with the purpose with that that if our consciousness has not fully moved to you know, uh, recognizing Krishna, recognizing that he is the supreme proprietor, that recognizing that he is maintaining me, and because he is maintaining me, and not just because he is maintaining me, recognizing that I am a part of the whole, this entire creation has come from him, I am part of this creation, 
i am not material part i am the spiritual part but because i am a part i need to fulfill what the whole desires until we get to that level of thinking this verse 12 also applies to us and to be honest you can see do you have frustrated desires do you have frustrated actions do you at times feel bewildered and you feel ashamed of your actions if you answered in your mind yes to any of this then verse 12 applies to us and the learnings from the verse 12 also applies to us now what is the answer how do you come out of it so this is again so beautiful like you know our lord is so playful if you really think about it you will you will actually you know start smiling and uh, you know uh, this is where perhaps you will get a glimpse of krishna's uh, playfulness the answer to 912 is chapter 1 of bhagavad gita arjuna his own devotee is actually going through he is vichetasah he his gnana is bewildered his karma he is at the point where his karma could be completely bewildered and he will actually um, bring infamy to everything previously he has done so all those things are there they happen to devotees also but what is the salvation for that devotee one because he is in devotional service because he has faith krishna is near to him he thinks of krishna he thinks of asking krishna what is the right thing to do and then he acts on it and that is the way to come out of it that is what we have to learn so verse 9 and 12 is sort of embodied when arjuna is behaving the way he is behaving in chapter 1 and then verse 13 brings the rest of bhagavad gita to life and that's why even you know i didn't know prabhu that this was the uh, 350th verse but i was like this is at 50% and it is so beautiful that the lord is actually uh, playing these kind of things you know we he puts things it is for us to figure out and i found it very uh, sort of touching that uh, even just in these two verses the bhagavad gita is the proof of it how a devotee should go if arjuna were to go by his own thinking by his own knowledge at that point of time because he is in a situation where he is bewildered his actions would have been completely different but as a devotee he applied 913 he took the shelter of the spiritual energy and then look at the result of it so we also need to recognize where we are what we are doing the example that comes to mind is if we try to swim through the ocean and prabhupada has actually quoted that somewhere in bhagavad gita itself that if we try to swim through the ocean it's such a difficult task but if we take shelter of a boat and our krishna consciousness is actually such a nice boat with prabhupada and his books and uh, the scriptures we have the acharyas previous acharyas work that has been done that it will easily take us to the other shore you don't have to keep flapping your arms and legs it will automatically happen we just need to be on board of that boat so <clears throat> that's uh, where i wanted to end so in summary we should recognize that we are maintained and we cannot maintain and that everything belongs to krishna isha vasya sarvam idam 
if it is if everything is his then even if i am enjoying it is because of his mercy so when we get into this sort of chetasa we wake up from this dream then we will actually stop this moga karma moga asha moga gnana and we will uh, you know serve the lord with devotion ananya chetasa so that's the word that is uh, used in verse 13 uh, ananya manasa so and why bhutadim avyayam he is the proprietor uh, who are who am i to enjoy it is his things so when we get into this kind of thinking we will automatically uh, <clears throat> you know uh, stop the actions that happen in verse 12 now verse 13 actually is uh, again very beautiful uh, chapter 9 starts with two promises chapter 9 says gnanam vijnana sahitam yat gnatva mokshate shubhas so if you know the knowledge and you can actually experiment this knowledge you will come out of this ashubha so this material world this miserable uh, existence that we have and verse 2 of this chapter says su sukham kartum avyayam all of this can be joyfully performed so i just wanted to spend few minutes on why this can be done joyfully and here i am uh, you know i was thinking on this and then i was reminded of uh, <coughs> abhanga abhanga is a type of a devotional uh, song uh, poem actually that can be sung and it's in marathi actually so the, it basically means like this that if you are swimming in a pool of bliss then every ripple is going to be bliss and because you are in that pool your body will feel ripples of bliss and it is like uh, you know the womb of the mother covers the child the child in it is protected is maintained and supported by the womb of the mother constantly the mother is taking the pain the child is residing inside the womb and that is the lord so whether you call him the pool of bliss and you are swimming in it whether you he says he is the mother of every uh, entity he is created this world this world rests in his padmanabha it rests in his navel so he is maintaining us he is taking the pains to maintain us just like a mother the child is dead as soon as it is not in touch with the mother's womb similarly we are dead if we are not in touch with krishna if we think like this if we meditate on what is being said we will feel the ripples of bliss your body your existence will become bliss this is where that uh, you know the true proof of susukam kartum avyayam happens you have to feel it the way the love of the mother is there just right there in the uh, you know the fact that she is carrying the child in the womb similarly we can feel the love of krishna because he is maintaining us in even in this world as if we are in his womb the moment you think like that you should get goosebumps you should get 
feelings of bliss you should get feelings of thankfulness you should have true 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 love and gratitude for the lord hari krishna what a wonderful explanation prabhu ji you took us through bhagavatam bhagavad gita and all the reasons why we are doing this and uh, how the characters uh, they are mended mainly for us to learn from them because uh, when you are talking about amba ambalika those persons and also how the karna even if he has everything he is still frustrated and adhuryodana and shakuni even after um, giving her his own sister to the family he wanted to um, take him like uh, cause her all the problems with the sister's family itself not uh, knowing that uh, final effect will be for everyone so very wonderful prabhu ji you have covered both of the uh, verses actually because uh, one uh, the first verse as you said it is uh, talking about um, the bewildered souls uh, how the uh, how we are always uh, the demonic uh, thoughts will come and uh, um how we are uh, comparing with each other and how we are always trying to um for the material benefits and also up, like uh, getting up in our standards uh, but uh, the second sloka also says that how the devotional service will help also right prabhu ji so this is very very wonderful prabhu ji thank you very very nice prabhu ji thank you mataji hari krishna anybody else who wants to add comment there is so much prabhupada has said in just those two small purports that i could not do justice but i'm sure uh, aladar das prabhu har prashad prabhu mataji is feel free to add yeah i was just listening so carefully be honest word by word you are mentioning you know and so beautifully i never thought about the mahabharat characters and is connected so much with this bhagavad gita you know really really nice thank you very much i'm learning like i say every week every sunday i'm anxiously waiting to listen you prabhu very nice and in reference to this the uh, two verses i was just uh, thinking like a uh, 2.42 2.43 and 2.44 yami mam pushvitam vacham pravadanta vipashchita vedavadarta patat nanyad asti divadina kamatmana swarga pra janma karma falapradam kriya vishesha bolam bhogeshwari agatim prati and in two this one says men of small knowledge are very much attached to the flowery words of the vedas which is uh recommend various fruitive activities for the elevation in the heavenly planets resultant in a good birth power and so forth being desirous in sense gratifications and opulent life they say there is nothing more than this which you have mentioned already and and like a but 44 is mentioning more bhogeshwariya prasakta nam taya prahrita chetasam व्यवसायात्मिका 
The resultant determinations of devotion service to the Supreme Lord does not take a place. So gradually these things are, are probably answered here in the uh, in, uh, uh, text 12, you know, which is like a moga sa moga karmano moga gnana, which is the Rakshasimarasim Cheva, Prakutim Moinim Shita, like you have. You say that those thoughts gradually are coming back, 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 and it's built up so much, you know. That's what the uh, I believe the 12th one is giving the answer of those uh, uh, in the chapter uh, 2, you know, 2.41, 2, 3, and 4. Very, very beautifully you have explained. Thank you very much, Prabhu. So I let the other young Matajis, you know, uh Sumiti, Sumati and Harsita uh, uh, Mata, you should answer, or anybody else want to say something? Hare Krishna. Prabhuji, uh, thank you, Prabhuji, and for giving me a wonderful class on uh, the text uh, 9.12 and 9.13. Also, Prabhuji, I want uh, to ask that in the verse 9.12, uh, the Lord says that those uh, who uh, follow uh, and are interested in demonic and atheistic views, uh, if they uh, wish for liberation and fruitive activity and so and so, they won't get that. And it's also been stressed by Sri Prabhupada in his birth sports. So uh, when so uh, like uh, in the and they also uh, go in the darkest region of creation and the cultivation of spiritual knowledge in the Vedic literature is always rapid. So uh, is it okay to preach to such people, such persons which are like described in this verse, or do we have to uh, like wait for the correct time or something? What a beautiful and <laughs> what a compassionate question as to whom and how to, uh, you know, preach. Um, Mataji, uh, to be honest, I myself am trying to uh, follow everything that is uh, said by Prabhupada. So I am not at a stage where I can say, I can begin preaching or when should one start to preach. But that so the point here is you don't we don't have to wait till we become complete masters we shouldn't we shouldn't assume we should not have no we should have no illusion that we are not the teacher but just as in school even though you are not the teacher but if you know a problem well and how to solve it you will help fellow students. Similarly, even in terms of this problem of material life, if we see someone struggling, we should offer. At that time, it is for that person to decide whether they are going to take our help, our suggestions, or they will discard it. We shouldn't get disheartened if they discard it. But if they take the hand, then you are able to guide them. At least for that one small problem, right? In the school's context, I'm saying this. So you can understand that even though you are not the teacher or the principal of that school, uh, you are not uh, 
who someone who has mastered that subject yet you may know the answer to small problems and even with that small knowledge if you can help someone it is always a good thing re krishna Thank I you, hope Prabhuji. I hope that answered your question. Yes, Prabhuji, I'm also a very nice school analogy, so yes, it answered it. So thank you, Prabhuji. Shyamra Sikha Mata Ji or Har Prashad Prabhu, Harshita Mata Ji, if you have any comments, okay. okay seems like uh, there are no questions or comments so maybe we can uh, stop our call here uh, one yes we request prabhu and all the matajis if you are agree since this uh, terrible war situations going in ukraine between ukraine and russia we both places there is a many uh, iskan devotees is Russia has about 200 centers. Ukraine has a 54 centers. We're not able to do anything, but we can pray to the Lord Krishna to get the settlement of this war. Many uh, families are getting destroyed. You know, young children are losing everything, their homes, everything. So, can we do a five times Hare Krishna mantra? Pray for this that the Lord will find a solution. and people realize that this, this land belongs to nobody but it belongs to krishna you know why do we are fighting for what so yes, if you agree we can do five time hare krishna mantra uh, i ask valli mata ji she can lead us and we follow her about that sure prabhu prabhu this is why i always bow down to you you are a mahabhagavata prabhu hare krishna hare krishna Yeah, you are a practical uh, Mahabhagavata. We are seeing, uh, hearing only from the scriptures, but uh, we see you in the everyday life, Prabhuji, and we uh, yeah. we see you implementing everything uh, accordingly. Actually, because uh, we see the day-to-day situations in front of us and trying to get detached, but uh, some situations are so uh, harsh that we can't even. control or we can't uh, help them so we the main, the only thing we we have to do is chanting prabhu ji yeah, sure you lead us ji we follow you om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Krishna Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. He Krishna Karuna Sindho, Dina Bandho Jagatpate, Gopesha Gopika Kanta, Radha Kanta Namostute. He Krishna Karuna Sindho, Dina Bandho Jagatpate, Gopisha, Gopika, Kanta, Radha, Kanta, Namostute. Sapta Kanchana Gaurangi, Radhe, Brindavaneshwari, Rushabhanu Sute, Devi, Pranamami, Haripriye. Sapta Kanchana Gaurangi, Radhe, Brindavaneshwari, Thank you so much, Prabhu, for uh, you know making us go through this years. We should always be compassionate and thinking about the world situation around us. Uh, Thank you so much and thank you Valli Mataji for uh, ending with Hey Krishna Karuna Sindhu, so appropriate. Yeah, very nice, beautiful. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. So we'll Hare. stop our call here then. Vanchakal Pataru Bhescha Kripa Sindhu Bhivacha Patitanam Pavne Bhu Vaishnavi Bhu Namo Namaha Anand Koti Vaishnavrin Ki Jai Sankirtan Ki Jai Thank you very much for your beautiful lecture, Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Thank you, everybody. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Prabhu.